out there, welcome to the Tall Tree Recording Studios podcast. I'm Jeremy Williams, your host, and I interview really interesting musicians, songwriters, and other creative people who come to Tall Tree. Thanks for listening, really hope you enjoy. Lee, welcome to Tall Tree, yeah. and welcome to our um, second podcast, and a um, bit of a trial, but we're just going to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so a few months back, you recorded your second album here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, how's, I, I know some of it was, you put some to film. Um, yeah, so how's that going? Yeah, I, um, I recorded that over about a week um, with with a drummer, Adam Ray. Yep. And after it was done and, and mixed and, and, and produced, put it online, um, just on Spotify. Pretty easy to do these days, just yep. through um, through Ditto Music, just a little online distribution company. Yep. So relatively cheap to do. And yep. Yeah, all my mates could, could hear it, and I've got pretty good good feedback. Yep, yep. Um, and yeah, I was, I was happy with it. I was happy to share it. Um, the first project that I did was more... Just sort of my own music therapy, you know, sort of. Yeah. Um, just I didn't set out to make an album. It just sort of, just sort of happened. It was just a collection of songs, and I was just doing my own sort of cathartic music yeah. process, like probably a little bit indulgent as well. Yeah. Um, and then this one, I, I had a bit more interest from, you know, at least mates and things, and a few other people that I played with, to to probably make one that was a bit more intended to share. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was happy with it. So, so how was the the first one um, therapeutic and cathartic? Because I remember you said that when we recorded. So the yeah the first one was um, it was at a time where I was just discharging from the army, so I was sort of at a bit of a crossroads in in my life. And yeah. the one thing I've always had sort of stable and and consistent like the last ten years is is guitar. So I've, yeah, I yeah. love playing guitar and. Um, wherever I've been, like in different countries and states and things, I've always had one with me. And yeah, um, so yeah, because you had to travel a lot with the army. Yeah, yeah. I, I did, and um, yeah, I found myself a little bit, yeah, a little bit depressed in the army and a bit of a moral sort of crisis and not knowing what to do. So I decided yeah. I'd get out and um, it was moral a, because of the violence. Do you mean or yeah, for, um, probably yeah, yeah, because de- definitely yeah, yeah, because from your lyrics. You're fairly peace loving, I, I hear. Yeah, I, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually not not by design, but just by coincidence. The day I sort of decided properly that I would discharge from the army was uh, Martin Luther King Day, um, about yeah. yeah a year and a half ago. Yeah. So yeah, mid January. And was that when you did year. your first album here? It was. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Hmm. So, it's sort so, of, so, so part of that, so when you say catharsis, part of the sort of getting out of the army and the feeling like you weren't on the right track there mm. was your emotional sort of connection to that story? Yeah, and, and one of the things was just the simple thing of doing what I enjoy. Like hopefully the, the songs might reflect like a little bit more of a, a darker state that I was in, but yeah. I play music for the, for the joy of it, even yeah. if the songs are a little bit more, or they might seem a bit serious or a little bit darker 
it's it's fun and I get to connect with people mm. probably better than if I'm just having a you know a general conversation I think a musical yeah. conversation is the best and yeah yeah um, I while while in the army I've met a few people that that played music you know sort of semi professionally and gigged and things and and they asked me to play a bit of lead guitar with them um, so you know got my first exposure to some gigs and things yeah um, just in pubs and they heard my own songs and sort of gave a bit of encouragement to to record um, yeah. you know not on a big scale and this was I found about this place um, and, and thought it would just be perfect it's it's a house it's yeah um, it's got all vintage gear and things but it's it's got that feeling of just being at, at home which um, yeah, yeah. is primarily where, where I play music like I have gigged but I, I mostly just do it to, to enjoy time with mates or yeah just at home okay cool so let's look at one of your tunes um so so what's the first one you're going to do i'm going to do a song called gone like the tide um uh now folks at home i'm going to try to jam along <laughs> um if this does not work i'll i'll bow out the second song <laughs> so it's in the key of c sharp right yep yeah yep, yeah right. i won't play too loud so <laughs> um we'll see how we go I'll try and stay in tune myself and make it easy for you. Okay. Yeah, I said long, long live in peace. Oh, they don't make men like that no more. So what, what's that song about? 
Um, so I know you've got a bit of a surfy background. Yeah, I, I surf. Mm. So that's my other form of catharsis. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, it's about a surfer. It's about MP and it's probably the most um, literal thing I've wrote. Like it's, it's just a story about... Um, MP was sort of a bit of a cult hero in the 70s. Um, as a surfer? As a surfer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was world champion um, in the 70s for I think about three years. Um, but he also was, was sort of battling some of his own psychological demons and, okay. and had schizophrenia. Um, he passed away a couple of years ago. And I just thought his story was pretty, pretty touching um, just for someone fighting their own demons, but still being a champion, you know, and yeah. and also just finding peace through the water. So I think it's a pretty, pretty universal story. Um, so, and I relate so. to his sort of his dramas, but in a much smaller way. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did he die? Um, I think by the time he died, he was he was in his fifties, and and I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. 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 I, I um I don't I don't know. He's a bit of a myst- mysterious yeah. man. And I've I've mostly just seen. Um, old videos of him surfing. Yeah, um, so he was a great surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the best barrel rider of um, of Kira, and he sort of was involved in in shaping boards. And um, it's it's interesting that uh, when when he was surfing Kira and old videos that I've seen, it's almost as if the the surf was bigger and and better at that break then. And you know, okay. forty years down the track, Kira sort of it's it's a well known break, but it doesn't it doesn't go off as as often. Um, yeah, it's yeah, you reckon it's better surf back then? Better surf back then, but they've they've put a monument um, in front of, uh, or just behind the rock wall, I should say, just on the grass near the near the break at Kira, um, just dedicated <coughs> to MP. And um, not long after they put that up, there was some pretty good surf last year. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was going off for a while, so it might have been. So, his, his so what was it about him that inspired you? Um, I think to. To battle those sort of demons, but then still be so incredible at something you do, and then just mm-hmm. the the style and and the power yeah. that he had in the water. Yeah. Um. And then maybe not just inspiration, but probably the relatability of just finding something where you can find like a, a flow state. You know, for me, it's probably not surfing. I'm I'm nowhere near like a MP's ability. Yeah. But, um, Are it's you probably like more an average guitar. Surfer it's probably more yeah, guitar okay. where, where I find that flow. Yeah. Um. You know, I'd say I'm just an intermediate surfer, but a lover of, of the ocean. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think most, I'm sure most people identify with, you know, personal struggles, maybe not to the, the extent of someone like MP, but finding, um, you know, finding their outlet. Hmm. Did he, um, did he get sort of um, peace in the water, like... Did he still struggle with schizophrenia when surfing, or, or was it like schizophrenia went to the background? Did he talk about that? Mm, I, th- I think um, I, I think it's one of those things where you know maybe not like a, a meditation where you've got like a um, like an, an absence of of thought or like a, a clarity or like a single mindedness, but he probably would have found like a a meditative state. You know, he's a well known barrel rider, and I think yeah, yeah. You know, I'd, I'd like to think that if he was, you know, surfing those sort of waves, he probably was thinking of nothing else other than the wave. And if anything, maybe he had a heightened appreciation. Mm. Well, like, it certainly didn't hinder his ability, and he was probably a bit of a, a pioneer. Um, was he open about his schizophrenia from the beginning? I, I don't think it was... Um, I don't think it was understood. And I, I shouldn't... I'm by no means a, a spokesman for, for this sort of thing. Mm. But... Um, 
I, I don't think anyway you might know better than I do given given yeah. some of your background but I think yeah. in the 70s it wasn't as, as well understood yeah um, you know I think there's awareness growing of it so whether or not he was actually diagnosed then I, I don't know yeah hmm. okay and um, and so music's obviously quite personal to you yeah um, and and you said the first album that you recorded here you weren't going to release it commercially no um, I, I, and I remember um, when you recorded the second album um, I sort of was gently kind of pushing you a bit to release it you know get a bit more uh, give it a bit more exposure so um, why is that um, maybe my voice <laughs> yeah yeah maybe, maybe my voice I'm more comfortable playing guitar yeah I think of so you I, felt like people would criticise your voice? Uh, maybe it's my own criticism. I, I don't yeah. know. I've I've always felt like it was just something that I did in the background, but really loved. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more comfortable like, oh, now, yeah. now that I have kids. I, I guess I didn't really plan anything. I just played for the enjoyment of playing, and I, I reckon a lot of guitarists anyway, where it's a pretty intuitive instrument, mm. they probably just set out wanting to play their their favourite song, and before they know it, or well, I think a lot of guitarists I've spoken to they find out it's easier to do than perhaps what they, they thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a couple of years after playing, you know, would would write a song or two and maybe sing in front of mates. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had encouragement from other people. That's helped, like from people that I've lived with, um, people that I've met. And then I think I probably thought, all right, well, maybe I should, you know, actually record and do something because I've played with other musicians that I'd like that you know, would, would get paying gigs and, yeah. and said, you know, give it a, give it a go, like, like your song. So I'd get some yeah. feedback from people like that and think, all right, why, why not? Mm. It's, it's a tough one. I, I wish I could give a better, a better answer. Like, I think a, a lot of people would, would relate to just having something that they, they love, but it's almost like an unfinished piece of art. Like I, I yeah. know a lot of people paint and a lot of people would, would write and they'd go through the process. Like I enjoy the process the most, mm. but maybe it just would. Maybe in my case, it's never quite felt finished, or I'd I'd want to do the next thing and maybe not quite get it to where I I thought it should be, and and then it's hard to to share. So yeah. sometimes I shouldn't say it's, it's not quite right. Do you mean? Yeah, it's not not quite right. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting. Um, in the studio, like, um, as you know, my background is in music therapy. Um. And psychology and um, it's been interesting how so many people have a lot of issues with their music mm. and a lot of insecurities so um, so it's probably more than other art forms I reckon yeah yeah it could be I say. Um, well, it's certainly something I didn't expect when I first started recording mm. I didn't realize how much basically for people to walk in the door is a big step for a lot of people yeah that includes really good musicians, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and no amount of convincing them sometimes convinces them, mm. um, which is really interesting because um, I've sort of at times struggled with that as myself and it's just, you know, like I didn't realise how universal that was. Like mm. it's really, um, really quite broad. Um, That's why it's so good as well to have a place like this where, you know, it is... It's got the feeling of you know the wooden floors and and it just being a house with all this yeah. brilliant brilliant gear and a professional setup and yeah yeah it's very 
it's very welcoming and yeah you know can see through the windows and see see the trees and things that's yeah it, i think that makes it much more yeah. comfortable and it's yeah. easier to, to get lost than just playing yeah um that, that, as, that's as probably to, the main reason people come actually yeah like more so than the gear like the engineers notice the gear but I think the average person just looks at the trees and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah the vibe for yeah. what, you know whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. pretty much. Mm. Um, and so the other thing that sort of, sort of your lyrics sometimes were funny and and also topical and and social issues as well. So um, which is pretty like, like your sort of late twenties. So how old are you? Yeah, um, mid twenties. Twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, twenty nine. That's pretty yeah. good guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you do a fair bit of social stuff um, and a bit of humour thrown in, which I kind of laughed at. Good, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad, yeah, I, tr I try to be funny anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so where did all that come from? Um, <clears throat> I think um, probably what I what I read and music that that I like lyrically. Mm. I listen to music and play music for the you know the the melodies and the feeling and, and yeah. I like improvisational music like instrumental driven music mm -hmm. but then having said that you know I, I love Bob Dylan and and, mm. and writers and um, you know I think in my early 20s or, or late teens I read Jack Kerouac and those sort of guys those beat poets that would write sort of with that that frantic pace yeah um, with a bit of humor but topical yeah yeah, yeah. And so it's probably just influence and then I'd like to think it's um, it comes naturally out of me, but of course it would just be influenced by other writing that I like, mm. and then also my surroundings as well. Yeah, um, and, and you sound idealistic as well. Like I could relate to some of it because it's like a that broken idealist. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't have said it. Better. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but but the humour helps, you know. So yeah. Um, because we can all relate well. I think the humans helped as, as I get older. Like I was, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a university dropout. I've actually just re-enrolled, but I, I studied international relations after I left high school and learned okay. about the world. And I think learned started learning about it in the textbook, and then couldn't make a difference. And you know, I was probably far too young to be cynical <laughs> and pretty idealistic. And yeah, then yeah. and then travelled and um, then got broke and, and joined the army and didn't like that either. So <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine the army. But anyway, I guess. I guess you got fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Okay, no, so some good people. Though. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so do you want to play something else? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Um, probably the more political and broken ide idealism um, songs are more electric. Um, but yeah, I, I will. I, I, are you um, tuning normal tuning now? It's it's still half step down. Oh, is it okay? Oh, you yeah. oh, open top, top string, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a song for um, a, a time in my life where I was living in South Golden Beach, so a bit, bit south of, of Byron. Okay. And so it was after after the army. I lived walking distance from the beach and could hear the hear the ocean. Beautiful. Um, and one of uh, a really good mate that I was living with, um, who's a musician as well, and, and studied at, at SAE in Byron and in Perth. Mm -hmm. um, he dragged me up on stage a few times and I played in his band Cosmic Carousel and um, he wrote a song for for me at a time in my life where I was sort of struggling a little bit and I just thought it was a really nice nice gesture Yeah. and so this is my sort of um, thank you to him and a few other people as well and it's called um, Supernova okay cool so what key went <laughs> should um, I jam for, to this song? yeah I reckon um, for lead um, F sharp minor okay so what are the chords? Thank you. 
I don't know what they're called. Okay. I'll, 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 I reckon you'll, you'll pick it up. Okay. What's that song? So it was for your friend. Yeah, it's for a friend called Nia. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a big big character. Um, yeah. So he was struggling at the time. Is that is that why you wrote? Oh, he, he was moving. He was moving back to Western Australia, and okay. he'd gone through a through a breakup, and he had the courage to to move east, to move to Byron, and pursue music a bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. But you know, didn't have the luxury of quitting his quitting his day job. So he's still still working, studying, yep. and playing music and gigging as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, it was just through a few circumstances, um, forced to move back home and, um, sort of take care of his mother a bit and, um, yeah, he's in, he's in WA now gigging again and it was just more of a a gesture and and actually probably more of a a fond memory of the time. Um, if Neo was struggling at the time, he probably didn't show it. He's probably more of the guy that picks every, everyone up. Yeah. And so my sort of, one of the lines in the song is, you know, sorry for just giving you nothing, but. But sorrow, like, because he's he's the sort of he's the happy one. But it was me sort of repaying the, the favour. Yeah. And did you play him the song or? 
Um, I sent it to him because we recorded it here and he'd already moved back and yep. yeah, he's he's heard it and and said thanks. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it also mentions his um, his dogs, Fire and Astra, in the song as well. Okay. So, he likes his dogs. Yeah, loves yeah. his dogs and um, yeah, he um, he appreciated it and I think uh, my my wife liked the song as well because. To her, the lyrics were pretty pretty open and could have meant anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she didn't know Fire and Astro were were his dogs, and then Neo. She's met Neo, of course, but that name could mean any number of things. And then the idea of Supernova is a is sort of a I call it Supernova Bossa Nova because it's sort of a my take of of like that Tropicalia sort of um, that that sort of sound that that Bossa Nova sound. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. In here, that's that's normally more of an electric song, and yeah, Adam yeah. Ray played the drums. It was a bit louder, but yeah. it started on on acoustic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, and so, so I, I've seen some of your stuff to film. So, so what's that about? Um, so, Brad, um, Brad Murnane, who's he's sort of setting up his own film company called Spill Films. Um, he. We we've been mates for a long time, and he's he's been getting more and more into into film and into writing and things, and and he did that for me probably more as just as just a mate, but someone that's got the ability to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it, it, when he was here, he took some beautiful photos. Yeah, yeah. He um he actually he's he's not a wedding photographer, but he was kind enough to take photos at my wedding as well. So he's just he's yeah, that right. sort of mate that'll that'll work on projects, and he actually um. He writes songs in himself. He's a good songwriter, um, just a good writer in general. Um, and yeah, the the short film that he did was for a song called um, "Most Dangerous Man," and he wanted it to sort of have the the album theme of being a little bit um, a little bit political and like a, a little bit of paranoia, but also a little bit of humour and um, yeah, and a lighter touches as well. Yeah. Hmm. And. Um so, so where are we heading now? Like you said, you've started writing some new stuff. Yeah, started writing some some new stuff. Yeah. Um, I would like to do. I'd like to yeah get enough coin to to come in here and record again for sure. Yeah. Maybe take a little bit more time as well. Like last time was a little bit rushed just through my own doing and my own budget and yeah. Um, Adam Ray, the the guy on the drums. Um, yeah, he could only come in for like the afternoons and things. So a little bit rushed and didn't have yeah. the luxury of like a lot of a lot of mixing and production and things but I'd like to spend a little bit more time and yeah um yeah and, and have another one a little bit bigger and brighter mm. yeah um so, so what's the uh, new album going to be called I don't have a title yet yeah I don't have a title um <clears throat> I think the theme will be more more ocean yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's the time of my life where I'm married now. I'm gonna look mm. at a baby on the way as well. So, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll it'll probably be a little bit, um, a little bit different because of circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a bit lighter. Yeah, a little bit lighter. Maybe louder at times, but but lighter as in uh, the, as in brighter. Yeah. yeah. Lighter like the, as in sunlight lighter. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. No, not as dark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well. Um. Well, thanks for coming down. Cheers. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with? Um, maybe something. Yeah, I'll dedicate a song to a, a mate that passed away. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
Yeah. It's a it's a song that was in the first time I came in. Um, it's called Kenmore Kenmore Blues, Kenmore Insane Asylum Blues. Okay, yep. Mm. So you're gonna play the electric and sing or just Yeah, if that's alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, thanks very much. Thanks very much. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, so we'll see you for your um, your third album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. This is a Tall Tree Recording Studios podcast. Have a great day.